Hello, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday. I am so happy to have such a wonderful group of people here. I have Rebecca and Kathy and Sean. If you do not know them, they're all on social media, some uh, Instagram, YouTube, all of that. So definitely make sure to follow them down below. It is a general Q&A. So as you guys are watching, if you have questions, uh, put them in the chat. I do ask if you put like a big questions in cap lock so I can see it or send like a super chat or something because sometimes it's hard for me to see in the chat. Um, and you guys on the panel as well, if you see a question, be like, hey, sir, we have a question. Um, while we wait for people to get on, I will let everyone kind of introduce themselves. If you guys are watching in the chat as well, feel free to yourself. Who is that? Mm -hmm. um, feel free to introduce yourself in the chat as well. Let us know who is here and we'll kind of just start. Oh, this with Rebecca. I can't, it's always backwards. <laughs> hey there, how are you? I am Rebecca, the reseller. I'm coming to you from Orlando, Florida. And I've been a reseller for a little over six years now. Poshmark's my primary platform, but I feel like I've done all of them at one point or another and have, uh, you know, love-hate relationships with some of them. Um, and I'm on YouTube and Instagram to kind of share all the tips and tricks I have to increase your Poshmark sales. Are you only on Poshmark or that's like the meat of your business? It's right? the meat. It's the meat. And then I kind of go on and off with Mercari. I go on and off with eBay, um, thread up on it. So I'm kind of like, I, I always say I dabble in the other ones, but Poshmark's always been like my main thing. Okay. All right. They're like your side, like Poshmark is like your main one. And then you have like a couple side pieces. Everyone's right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kathy, if you want to let us know and then where you're on too, because I think people have questions depending on what platforms you're on. I'm Kathy. I go by Ginger Marvin on all social media. Um, I resell full time on Poshmark, eBay, Mercari, Kitizen. I was doing Facebook, but I put that on vacation mode just because I don't love it. I don't love listing there and all the comments and questions that come with it, but maybe go back there eventually. Um, oh, we might have to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so far, I have not heard anyone on whatnot yet, right? Mm -hmm. uh -uh. No live sale. I have an account, but I'm not selling that. Not yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Sean. Let us know. Sure. Sure. So I'm Sean, a.k.a. Mr. Thrifter, hailing from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I actually help small businesses and e-commerce stores uh, with their business funding. So helping them secure money for their inventory, for VAs, for whatever help that they need so that they can get streams of different income um, coming into their business and be able to you know, fund all of the entrepreneurial ventures that they've got. Um, so yeah, that's primarily my focus. Um, I do sell on eBay and Poshmark. Those are my two main platforms, eBay being the big brother um, to both of those platforms. And uh, yeah, I've been selling since October, 2016. And you cool. spoke at Poshfest this year and last, yeah. last year too that we were both? I don't yes, so 2020, pardon me. 2020, 2021, and this year as well. Nice. Yeah. Oh, you're like going both, both virtual. So this was my first live Posh Fest. I've, I've never done it live before. Both of them were virtual for me in the past. So yeah, yeah. How was it? So we did, we won't talk too much about this because I did do a whole like Posh Fest recap. Cool. Um, but how was it live compared to in person? Did you know like pros and oh, cons? Yeah. Oh, big time. For me, it was the relationships, right? You can't build relationships virtually. Um, so the whole foundation of the platform is the relationships, the people you meet, the, you know, different tips and tricks of the trade that you're able to share live. You just can't get that. You know, you literally get a, a login name 
yeah. 30 minutes, you know, before you, you show up on, you know, your zoom call and that's, that's your session. Right. And that's it. You log off and you go upstairs, cook dinner for your family. That's it. Right. But you're which fully, is what I like about it, which is cool. Right. Which is cool. <laughs> I, I enjoyed being submerged for the, you know, two days, just all things Poshmark related. So that's what yeah. I like. I, I like the networking and the, the party was pretty cool too. Yeah. Right. Did you find that you learned anything? I mean, because you're not a newbie, right? Like, it seems like the no, no, and not in a bad way. Like, the content is more for like new people, and you're obviously not a new person. You spoke, right? Um, were there things for people who aren't like newbies? Did you like come back saying, "Oh, I learned something," or was it more just learn something from the sessions, not from other? Ah, uh, okay. Um, from the sessions, not so much. Yeah, it okay. was truly the relationships, right? The people who are there providing services. I, you know, met the founders of Vendu and got a chance to kind of chat with them and better understand their platform, how I can, you know, support my business with what they're doing. Um, a couple of wholesalers were there. There were um, investment bankers that, you know, own pieces of Poshmark that were there as well. They were looking for sellers to, you know, kind of get their story and better understand the direction of the platform. So those things you just can't get virtually. Um, and that was the important part for me right more so than what i learned in the sessions because truly the sessions yeah they weren't too meaty yeah that's kind of my takeaway and my answer yeah. money to go to houston if it was somewhere like vegas or new york like somewhere that i was like oh that would be fun to go to as right. well. um right. we do have a poshmark question in the chat and everyone does sell on poshmark so i'll let you guys go around i'm new to poshmark and what is your best tip for poshmark i can't figure this platform out i sell on mercari and ebay how about it? Whoever wants to answer first. <laughs> I can go. So for me, the biggest thing um, in letting people know, especially when they're new, is that uh, keywords plus sharing equals your sales. So if you're good on Mercari and eBay, you're going to know a lot about the keywords. You're going to know the things that you need to do to get your listing found in search. And that's great. And that's super important with Poshmark. But the thing that's different from those other platforms with Poshmark is that it's also a need for sharing. So you need to share your closet at the minimum, I would say three to five times a day, but really my new thing lately is up to the amount that they allow you. <laughs> so you can With do that class. yourself, you can hire help or you can hire an automation service. But the thing is you want to get your items out there as many times as they will allow you. So if you have a hundred items in your closet and you can share your items, you know, 9,000 times a day, you can do your closet that many times, whatever that is. I don't do math. But for me, I have a thousand items. So, so is I it can share nine times a day? Hmm? So real real quick, it is nine thousand. Is that what you're saying? It so the automation service that I use says that it's nine thousand because I think that they want to be under what I thought was Poshmark's limit, which is ten thousand. So yeah. I don't mm -hmm. know for sure, but I go up to nine. Yeah. And I don't think they've ever said it. Do you guys know? I don't think Poshmark has ever said it. I thought I heard, yeah, I don't know. I thought I heard 10 float around, but I don't know if that was like what I've that never, was based in. Yeah. I've never heard it confirmed. I just go based on the, you know, Insta sharing app and their threshold. That's, that's been my benchmark. Yeah. Right. And Similar so I here. think for people that are coming from like an eBay Mercari world, you probably are good at keywords, but you're forgetting that important part of the sharing. So the keywords are going to get you found in search, but the sharing is going to get you put to the top of the search if someone has their search at the default, which if it's still whatever, as just shared. So, you know, if you don't put 
silk in your listing and someone searches for a silk blouse, you're not gonna come up. But if you have silk and you haven't shared in two days, you're not gonna come anywhere near the top to be seen. So it right. takes both of those things. Sharing for sure. And don't go yeah. over 10K uh, yeah. from what we've heard. I've also heard 10K. Um, yeah. And I, we have someone in the con But I don't think it's ever been... Confirmed nor denied. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think it's all like an air of mystery. Yes, it's just... Cloud of mystery. Deleted, <laughs> all right, Kathy, do you have any suggestions for Poshmark? Uh, just regular listing and sharing was what I was going to say. Um, I think Poshmark's way easier than eBay and Mercari. So if you got those down... Um, for sure. Just do yes. the same thing, but add in sharing, which I know you don't really have to do on those two things. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I just throw in okay. consistency of listing new items, right? Because that's where you kind of trick or enhance the algorithms in your favor so that your items are. I've always noticed whenever I am sharing items from my closet, I get a sale within an hour, right, of doing so. Could be some hocus pocus magic. I couldn't tell you. I don't, I don't work behind have the scenes. The new ones? They have the new one. I, I heard. I heard. But yeah, no, I've, I've never seen hocus pocus at all. I just know it's. I'm. You know, I've got. Oh, you're referencing. You might. You might want to go check that out. So we, we'll we see. went. We went to Disney Springs yesterday, and oh my god, everyone was wearing something and like had it, wigs and like they were all decked out in their witchy best stuff. And I was. <laughs> oh, just like, I bet oh, it's so cool. I didn't know it was that big of a thing. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Um, I'm just going to add to this as well, the sharing for sure. Poshmark is different because it's a social app, right? In theory, they've kind of gone back and forth and all over the place. But in theory, that is their premise. They're different than all the other platforms because they are a social platform. So the sharing, the interacting as much as you can. Like Rebecca said, there's um, VAs that you can pay to do this. You can do it yourself, but it's extremely time consuming. I don't recommend it from a your time is worth money perspective. There's bots that you can pay for. I The one that I use is linked down below with like 30% off. Um, one other thing that I do kind of off of what Sean said is the listing every day, which I do normally because of eBay, uh, but relisting, right? Because yes. things go in as just in is one of the filters. Um, right. and so relisting and the bot that I use, you can go and I do like 40 a day and I just go in and relist them. Um, all of the, and I think this is for all of the places, but any of the um, metrics kind of that they have, that they tell you, they think those are important. So like if you go in Poshmark and it has like, you have shared this many closets, you have this many, like all of those things are things that they find value, whether you do or not. Right. Like that is kind of what they're looking for. Um, we have someone asking, and this is a question and answer. So feel free if you guys are just hopping on. This is a complete open panel. Uh, we have Kathy, I think, sells on the most places, but we have a pretty wide range of people um, on here on different platforms, mainly Poshmark and eBay. And then Kathy's on a couple other places. I found a Kids Burberry trench coat today. What is the best place to get it authenticated? I've never gotten anything never, authenticated. Yeah. I've only gotten jewelry authenticated. Um, so and it wasn't gonna, right. Was it that watch? The darn watch, Sarah. The darn. I was so <laughs> excited for you. It was like four ninety nine or something, four, right? It was, it, was, it was five bucks. Yeah, and it just wasn't a. It was a fakey. It was a very good oh. fake. That's my only experience with um, with authenticating. Um, so yeah, I'm not certain. I've sold Burberry before, but I just do a, a eye test, right? And you know, if they've got yeah. their, you know. Sometimes the hologram is on the under underside um, of the label. Those are little things that I, you know, I've never seen that duplicated or faked out before. So I, I sell it as real. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone? I know a place, but I'll let you guys talk. Yeah. I was just going to say, I hear people talk about check, check app, but I've never, I've never authenticated anything. I don't really like to sell luxury stuff. 
Yeah, there's a service that I know if you do a Google search for authentication service, I'm sure there are several that would pop up, but I know that there's one that people talk about, but I don't remember the name. Um, and you could also just Google, you know, authenticating Burberry and see what's out there because lots of people put, I mean, again, you don't want to just base everything off of random people on the internet, but it might give you a couple of things that you could quickly check for that might, you know, give you a quick answer as far as like, oh, this is definitely fake or whatever. Um, yeah, I just, I don't really do a lot of like super high-end designer where I'm like needing to worry about it. So, so that's awesome that you found it, Bobby. It's good to see you, Bobby Loves yeah. the Thrift. It's been a while. Um, I have gotten things authenticated and now I can't remember the name of the site. So if yeah. I remember, it's like realauthenticate.com or something. something. If I remember it, I'll put it in the chat. If not, send me a DM and I will research after this um, and put it on like, yes, there we go. Super Geek said it. Real authentication. I have done them. What's okay. nice is they have, um, you can send photos and it's like a 48 hour turnaround or you could pay like five or 10 bucks extra if you want it. Like I did it. I paid more once because there was like a one day return. And so I was like, if this is fake, I want to be able to return it. Right. Um, so I paid extra to get it and they did it in like 10 hours or something. I mean, nice. you can send them pictures. I've only done it for a couple of things. You definitely want like there's you can research on the Internet, like you guys said, and made sure a lot of what I look at is like quality. Like I had a Dooney and Burke yesterday. I was taking photos and um, I bought someone else's closet. So I was like, oh, it's probably real. Like they bought it. I'm like taking photos to do it. And then I, it looks good on the outside and I go inside to take a picture and the lining is like plastic and coming off. Wow. And I was like, well, that's not real. Like you, yeah, and you probably know a lot cause you do a lot of purses and stuff. And that would be one thing I would say, but it's a kid's item is that if I, if I've had a couple of purses where I wasn't sure, and I didn't really want to put a lot of time and effort into trying to figure out, but we have two style encores here in my area, which is like a partner sister store to Plato's closet, which most people know. So style encore is more of like a women's and then Plato's closets, like, you know, the young ones. And so um, I will take something to them. Not that they're expert experts and you don't get enough authentication certificate or anything, but they're pretty good at spotting a lot of it, just having worked there and seeing, you know, seeing so many items and I trust them. So I've had them kind of give me a couple tips here and there. So if you happen to have that, if it was a women's item or an adult item, you know, that would work. Um, but for the kids, there's once upon a child, which is part of that chain, but I don't know that they would know about the Burberry. <laughs> this, is a good, this is a good question because I don't do my listings. I have a virtual assistant. So whenever I see words like this coming, I'm like, figure out what this is and put it in the listings. Um, so they're saying Rebecca and others, what is your opinion are, what in your opinion are the most aesthetic keywords, popular aesthetic, dark ac academia, barbie core. I know cottage core is up right there right now. Stuff TikTokers look for. So if you guys so, have together. Uh, so I'll just say real quick i hate them all <laughs> i hate all of it <laughs> like beyond like frustrated with all of them and so i don't bother and so that might mean that i don't get those sales but i don't know what to tell you like i'm one of those people that's in her crotchety old ways of reselling right now like it's been six years i'm finished i don't want to do <laughs> so so i don't get into it i also don't think that i probably have a lot of what those things say um like there's witch things and there's barbie things and so if something's hot pink i've thought about putting the barbie core in there because i've heard that and that kind of makes like super good sense but i don't go crazy about it i do have a virtual assistant that lists for me she's located in the philippines probably she doesn't know about all of this stuff 
I don't feel like teaching her. And so I'm just kind of foregoing it. Now that might be sales on the table there, um, but I'm okay with it. I'm doing just I fine without it. What I will say Deanna online posts yeah. a lot of that. And so I don't know, I have to look what her exact thing is, but she posts all that kind of stuff. Like she's super good with it. And so I do get um, informed by her often. So let me just say it, it's Deanna.online. And um, she posts a lot of those on kinds of Instagram, posts right? on Instagram, Deanna.online. And she's awesome and, and keeps up with a lot of that. So if you're looking for a resource, she would be a good one, aside from the folks that we have here and everything that they have to say. And I would agree with that as well. <laughs> with, with following her, I use the words, but with yeah, not with the just I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um sorry, I wanted to clarify, Rebecca. No, um, I put her name if you guys are watching this or you're watching the recording, it's in the chat or I put it up on the screen so people can see it right away. Uh Kathy or Sean, do you guys know or use any of those words? <laughs> Personally, I don't. So a lot of my clothing, so I'm more focused on the men's brand, men's luxury items. Um, and Barbie core is something that would not get me. <laughs> Ballet <Okay>. core. <laughs> Ken core. Ken core. All that, that's not really relevant in the, you know, men's reselling world. Um, so I, I don't engage. Yeah. 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 Which is why I know a lot of um, men's resellers are like, that's why I stick with men's because it's <laughs> a point, right? It's, like, it's not yeah, all these like, weird things to learn. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. I was yeah. in that space at one point until I just found my niche and realized, hey, I do a little bit better personally selling men's, you know, yeah, leather exactly. goods and luxury items. Yeah. 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 I just do like a lot of Y2K currently, but that's about it. Um, maybe grandpa core, like if I have a sweater vest or something, but otherwise. I forego all the extra keywords for that. I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> so yeah, I just looking here, like there's Regency core. I saw the one she did the other day was ballet core, which that, you know, I get that makes sense. I don't know why you have to say core. Like why right, can't right, you just right, right. say what it is? Why do we have to add it? Because it was aesthetic. Because we could be selling it for twice as much if we do. <laughs> yes, yes. So. I, find I also thought it was a lot of Depop too. And that's why, since I don't sell on Depop, I've kind of been like, okay, I can just live in my Poshmark world, which maybe is like not the super young, not the super old. It's just kind of the in-between that just want to buy some like Aritzia stuff and like call it a day. <laughs> yeah. um, I find that, like I would say Depop, um, and I find it's more like for vintage-y type sellers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, because I just, the reason that I'm looking into it more is I just bought someone's whole closet and about half of it was vintage and I haven't done vintage in like five years. Um, and so now I'm like, okay, I got to find these because like Kathy said, you can sell it higher if you're selling to that TikToker new generation crowd, they will pay for mm. it and they're not mm -hmm. going to look up the people that are looking. Like I, I sold some faded glory sandals yesterday for $45. So like just from <laughs> saying Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> like, and they're probably the ones. I can see them. Like I had a pair. Yeah, yeah. Because I could afford the doc market. Make your feet smell very bad. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Good morning. Um. All right. So I definitely add Y2K to most of the stuff, even if it's not actual Y2K. If it like has that vibe yeah. to it, yeah. 90s is coming back. Um. Breezy Von Breezy is another person. If you do like vintage and that kind of stuff, she gets, I've had her on the channel as well too. Um, she's a great person to ask and she has vintage courses too. That'll go into a lot of those like keywords and everything. Um, yeah. I know some questions in the chat. 
except for Duncan asking what he missed, but he can watch the video. If you guys have questions, this is a live panel. I have a couple of questions because I like to see how people do things. Um, so I'm going to ask them, but this is a live panel. So if you guys have questions as we're chatting, feel free to ask uh, in the chat. Try and put like a question mark ahead of it um, or like- a I'm screen. watching it over here too, so I'll be able to see yeah. it. Yeah, it's not, sometimes it goes really fast when people start like chatting and I'm like, yeah. Um, so everyone's on eBay, yes? Here, yes. kind of, mostly? You've been on it before, Rebecca? Yes, so yes. We, not we, we're in a breakup. We're in a breakup right now. Mm -hmm. um, well, so I'll ask a question that's relative to everybody. Um, I mean, you can. You can. Well, <laughs> so stale inventory. What do you guys consider stale? And then what do you, how do you like handle it? So with the... I, I use Vendu, okay? Um, if it's stale, I will go into Vendu, utilize their services of being able to delist and then relist. So it just comes off. And I find that that has been able to help one, just reinvigorate my closet, right? With seemingly new items, but truly it's been there for, you know, yeah. seven, eight months. But, you know, it just being delisted and relisted helps with the algorithms. Um, fortunately, I don't, I'm not crapped for space, right? So I don't necessarily look at it from a, oh man, I, th these things haven't sold in a year. I got to get them out the door. I'm, I'm, I'm not really pressed for space in that sense. So I can hold on and typically they will sell, right? Um, and you sell like higher end, right? So like I that do. takes a little I bit do. longer to find someone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Xenia Blazers for $700. I know I'm not going to get that, you know, <laughs> in, a, in a two month time frame, And if I do great, but for the most part, it, it takes a little bit of time for me. So when would you consider like relisting and delisting it, delisting and then relisting wrong order? After, after 60 days. So after 60 oh, days, really? yeah. So anything after 60 days, okay. I'm going to take it off and I don't care how many users or, you know, followers or, you know, likes it has, I'm taking that thing off and put it back on. Cause if a lot of people liked it, chances are, I just need to take it off. If you haven't bought yet in 60 days, you had an opportunity, you had a really good opportunity to buy it. I put it back up. I put it back up so that someone else can get it. And typically that works for me. Oh, 68. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Kathy? What do you consider like stale or do you just let it? Well, I didn't really get rid of. So like at the beginning of this year, I, we did our whole inventory, which we keep a thousand to 1200 items. Usually um, I think I maybe pulled out 12 that were just probably two years plus old and just redonated. But Generally, I don't. I just keep it until it sells. Uh, we do an eBay markdown sale. So every month it goes down like 10% in price. And generally that will move stuff out the door at, at least at 50% off. So, yeah. 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 I, I, so you don't do any of the listing or relisting or any of that? I you do do relisting and stuff like that with List Perfectly. Um, and then on Posh with Posh or VA and stuff. But Okay. Yeah. What do you consider? Like, at what point do you realize? Uh, I don't have like a set schedule, just whenever I think about it. <laughs> I, like it. I like it, Kathy. Well, also, what I did too for stale inventory, I tried a live. That's That's been my, you know, experience with live selling to uh, Facebook groups that are in my area. So there's an Atlanta thrifting group and it's a group of women that kind of get together in there, you know, they, they it's about 4,000 person uh, group. So you have the ability to buy some time and say, 60 bucks for an hour, you go set your camera up and you're now just, you know, going live, selling the items that you, you know, you no longer need or don't mm -hmm. necessarily want or aren't moving for me online. That's how I kind of get rid of them as well. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't exactly enjoy that experience just because I don't like the whole live sale, but um, that was a way to just get that old stuff moving and, and just. Did you sell a lot doing it live? I did. I did. I sold, I maybe had about 90 items up for like kind of going through them in an hour. 
Um, I sold about 30 of them. 90 in an hour? You're moving fast. Yeah. You're not, you're not really doing much talking. It's just like, here you go. And you, it's, it's very much car auction -y, yeah. you know, speed, right? So I had my wife down here helping me, like passing me stuff because I just you just don't have that much time. I want to yeah. get through as much stuff as I possibly could. So some people, maybe 60, they take a minute per item to talk. I just wanted to breeze through it. You see yeah. it, you like it, buy it. If not, I'm on to the next one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to brag, but I just made a two dollar and twenty two cent sale. On there we go. There we go. That's why we have you on, Kathy. Nice, bringing the sales. Nice. There uh, we I go. That was an old item that I could have redonated, but now I'm gonna make like a dollar. So there you go. And it helps with sales too, right? Is he said it's yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, Rebecca, do you have anything to add? To yeah, that? yeah, a couple things. So I do have a video. If someone wants more, like specific on it's specifically about got stale inventory kind of thing. Just if I don't catch them all, but if you have something that's stale, definitely start with a relist list. But I think before you do that, before you get rid of those likers and all of those people that yeah, they should have bought by now and probably they won't buy. You want to pair that with a progressive offer to liker strategy. So I do have a video on that too, not just so we don't waste time here yeah. about what exactly I do, but I start low and then I get higher and higher on a monthly basis so that when I do that relist, whether it's in a month, whether it's in two months, um, so 60 days like you, I don't feel bad or wonder about those likers anymore because I've given them the 20%, I've given them the 30%, I've given them the whatever you're comfortable with, I go further than that, um, so that those offers have been made. And so if you're not buying at those offers, then I'm ready to relist, delist, and be finished with you as a liker. And so that that would be like an offer to liker strategy and the realist dealers would be the first way. But then you could then start going through and do like the five for 25 or a name your price sale on Poshmark, of course. If those don't work, which I don't think that they have super great success, I would definitely go. Huh? It's a lot of time effort on. Poshmark. Yeah, well, and, and the next thing I would say would be to go through your my shoppers that new that feature um because there's lots of ways that you can use it and i think because it is kind of time consuming it's underutilized i know i don't use it as much as i should or could but you get access to thousands of people that have made some kind of interaction with your closet in the past so for me that's over five thousand people like it maxes out i think at five thousand so i can't access any more people, just the latest 5,000 people. And when you send a comment or bundle their likes or whatever you're trying to do with it, send an offer, you're generating a, you know, SHIT ton of interest in your closet immediately. And you never know what those jokers are going to buy. So it may be that you put the lowest of the low and you send a comment, say it's five for 25 on the cactus items, or you go through and say it's 50% off of everything or whatever you want to do. But when I have done that, it's like a bonanza. Yeah, so if you've never done that, I think you could totally get um, a, a huge benefit from it. I think if you do it often, that it will be like law of diminishing returns on that. But then you want to go off your platforms. You want to have your garage sale. You want to take stuff to Style Encore. You want to send things to Thread Up and a partner kit and get whatever you can get for them. Like, I don't think you should redonate things. That's not what I do anymore. I used to until I kind of developed a laundry list of actual sales sales opportunities and so to me i feel like you should get something because at this point you've already bought it so you've sunk time in sourcing it 
you've sunk your sourcing budget into it and you've sunk time and effort into photographing it, listing it, sharing however many times or what have you, you should get something for it if you can. Well, and I think it matters too, like to Sean's point that you only, like I have limited space. I'm tapped out. If I want more items, I have to get rid of the other items. Um, and so figuring out how to do that, I don't redonate strictly because that seems like a lot of time. <laughs> I don't want to go through all my old stuff. Like Kathy, you said you went through your whole inventory and I just like cringed a little bit and like died a little on the inside. Like it has to be done. And like, I do an annual audit where I have my uh, VAs go in and like all of my old items change and recomp. And, but like, I have someone else do that. Um, and so I think some of that's important. My, I'm asking kind of selfishly because I'm kind of in this realm right now with stale inventory. I'm maxed out. Um, yeah. My sell-through rate is going down. I think a lot of it's the economy. I have lots of videos on it. Um, real quick, I am going to know every one who is on the panel, their social media is down below. So if like they, Rebecca mentioned a couple of videos, you can- uh, Yeah, sorry, there. just so that way we don't waste time. There's uh, yeah, of course. But like all of their stuff is linked down below if you guys are watching this and you're like, oh, I want to go watch Rebecca's video. There are a couple other questions too that we don't want to miss yeah. out on. Okay. You probably um, have one, but- so what I'm doing currently, I re-listen on Poshmark because that is what it is. And it's pretty mm -hmm. simple there and takes time mm -hmm. to do anything else. On eBay currently, what I'm doing is promoting old stuff really, really high. Mm -hmm. um, to get it in front of more eyes because you have like some background data on eBay and eBay still kind of like, okay, maybe this is going to sell. Maybe it's not. like, And so I'm promoting it like ridiculously high. I think I might do one like my oldest item at like 80 percent just for a fun video so watch it because i want to see like if it works um so i'm promoting everything really um i haven't done 80 percent yet i haven't been yeah. that like okay um but i'm going to i'm probably like in a couple of weeks i'll do it and then make a video on what happened with it um but i am promoting and i have a couple of videos recently of like what my results were with promoting mm -hmm. older items mm -hmm. and then i think what i'm going to do is if it doesn't sell promoted is then going to do sell similar, which I've never been, I haven't done with eBay. Oh. Um, but after going to eBay headquarters and kind of talking to people about how it works, I think I'm going to add that in. Um, I don't like going through my old inventory because that's a lot of time. So I'm just hoping to like sell it. Even if it's for $2 like Kathy, I'm like, it's something. Uh, oh, were you going to something, Sean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, would, I, would, I would promote the sell similar um, on eBay as well, because that's something that I'll do. I'll just take five old listings. I'll just go into you know eBay and do the timing from the least mm -hmm. soonest you know item that I have to the most you know soonest item that I do have. Um, yeah. And I will just you know take it down and then put it back up with maybe I'll switch the picture around or I might change a one of the item names or I find it sometimes. I know we all have them where it's just like um, a category is missing. Right. And I don't know if because a category is missing, it hasn't sold yet. OK, so, you know, those are little audits that I'll take. But, um, yeah, when you do take it off and then put it up as uh, sell similar, that does revigor reinvigorate the, um, the the closet. for sure. Well, and I think you had a good point, too, especially if it's something that you've had for a while. Is mm -hmm. it is there something you can add to it? Is it in the wrong yeah. category? A lot of what I've noticed with like older stuff, and this is what I have my virtual assistants do during the summer when I'm not mm -hmm. as busy and listing as much um is like recomp it if i've had it for three years it's probably selling either higher or lower depending on what you sell it could be selling different and that could have been what it was right um so the next question we do have and i do want those who are just jumping on this is a live panel question and answer so if you do have questions feel free to drop them in the chat favorite time saving hacks rebecca i got the yardstick hack from you yay yardstick. so if you want my, yardstick. my blue yardstick Everybody's seen this in like a 
-hmm. So I don't do the, um, I don't do a tape measure anymore because I, it's like a lot, it, it's seconds per per listing, but I just, I can't afford seconds. I think Sarah knows, like we like to be like, if we could shave off, I see you did a reel the other day, like I did 300, I, no, what was it? A hundred items in three hours and 20 minutes or something. I don't know, I saw your story today. I was yesterday. And, Oh, oh yeah, oh, whatever. I don't know. No, 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 it's fine. I mean, I do that it's, regularly. I photographed a hundred items in three hours yesterday. Yeah, photographed yeah. few scans and weights. That's awesome. That's yeah. Great. So, and I don't do that many at one time, so I don't know what my like bulk would be, <laughs> but I think mine. I don't know. I posted on screen. It was like three minutes or something like that. But um, I think this takes a lot of time, and so I replace it with using the yardstick. And for me, that was like a super great time-saving hack when taking and measurements. Two at a time. Do you do two at a time? So I don't do what you do because you show the measurements in your photos. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. I don't like how it looks. It's just a personal thing. I know why people do it and I totally get that. I just, I don't like it. Also, I'm a hanger, not a flat layer. So for me, I found the other component to the time-saving hack is having a measurements form. Um, and so I do the measurement when it's hanging. I do them in you know bulk batches and I write the measurements on here. And then I take a picture of this on the item so that I can just have a copy and paste for my VA when listing in the description, say measurements and photos, and then they can refer to this. So you're not wasting characters or time typing out or even copying and pasting the measurements into your description. So this and the yardstick, I think, are two really good time-saving hacks that I kind of figured out over time. Um, I'd have to think more, maybe someone else can go if I have another one, but those are two that like really made a difference in my time and system. For me, um, one of the time saving hacks, I time myself when I go into a Goodwill or any thrift store. So how long does it take me to get down an aisle? Right. Um, takes me seven minutes to get down an aisle. Um, so that kind of helps me identify how long I need to stay in a store. Um, how many stores I can hit in a day. If I've got, you know, just an afternoon, I've got four hours. What's realistic in terms of how many stores I can hit? I got to know how long it takes me to touch every single item in a row and get through it on both sides. And this is why me and Sean get along so well. Cause like, that is 100% what I do too. Yeah. I've got to tell myself. So I know how, how, know how long I'll take um, each store. Again, if new racks come in, that's like a, that just jacks you all up. Cause now you got to go run <laughs> to the new rack and see what they, they they've got. So you know there are some uh, some kryptonite built into Goodwill, but it's good kryptonite, right? It, it well, and it helps you keep stuff. accountable as well, right? Because Definitely. I find like we like the treasure, and so I'll go to a thrift store and I'm like, well, I haven't found anything good yet, and then and then I'm like, well, now I've spent two hours here and I haven't found anything. Like right. where you just need to be like, it's been thirty minutes, I found nothing, move on. Go, like, gotta go, gotta go. I got I got eight more on my list. You know, yep. so you can truly map out your night before you can, you know, kind of get a get a game plan. So you're not just driving around aimlessly and spending two hours in a store where you just got one thing. That's. Yes. No, boy, bueno. I don't go to thrift stores anymore, yeah. <laughs> at least mine. Anyway, maybe if I lived in Colorado, I'd have better luck. <laughs> I haven't been a thrift store. I've been buying people's not clothes. in Orlando. <laughs> Okay, so do you get, do you wholesale or do you get stuff shipped to you? Yeah, I yeah, everything's either one off that I order online or bulk on yeah, like I just don't even I mean that was um in my email thing I just sent out like three pandemic changes that I kept because I just I did it because of the pandemic right before I was starting to do it. And then I was like, nope, never nope, like 
sold, done, never going back. I mean, I'll go in for fun for just because with no expectation that I'll find anything good. And usually I come out with nothing good. (laughs) Which can be a time-saving trick as well, right? Like, and this is is kind of where I'm at too, because I've done pallets and I've done thrifting and going sourcing myself, I will find the best items, right? Because I'm spending my time, but doing a palette, I'm playing the more of the volume game, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm paying a little bit more up front, um, but then I have more items that aren't necessarily going to be as good as if I thrifted them, but I'm saving time because they come straight to me. I don't have to go buy them. I don't have to. Right. right. Uh, Kathy, what about you? Time saving tips? Um, I was going to say something about sourcing, like not really. I don't really time myself, but I often go like, our Goodwill's close at nine. I will go at eight thirty, so that I know I can. I can't possibly be there more than thirty minutes. That's so. a good idea. <laughs> like good I don't sell anything, but I mostly do shoes, so I always hit the shoes first, um, so I can go through like the whole shoe department within that thirty minutes. Even looking through them, even looking up comps if I need to, and usually come out with ten to fifteen pairs. Um, so yeah, either just like he said. Um, giving yourself or knowing how long it's going to take um, or just making it so that it can't take too long. Yeah. Um, and then otherwise stuff at home, just like what Sarah does, you know, she'll do a hundred items at, in a day. So yeah, just setting out your, what you're going to do and then just, you know, barrel through it as fast as you can um, instead of like taking a photo, coming in, drafting it or whatever, you know, take all oh, the, think- do all this, do all that, like all at once just like an underlying thing. If you're not somebody who's like super crazy about being optimal or being efficient, because it's kind of a sickness, I have it. Like if, if you're not someone that normally gravitates to thinking about a task in that way, if you just tried that on, I bet you would find a zillion ways that you are wasting time on a regular task that you don't actually need a hack for, but you could just firm up your system a little bit better. And then that's something that you can replicate over time. Like every exact thing in this setup that I have around me is, you know, I've moved it, I've tweaked it, I've changed it. I've done it this way. I've done it that way until I'm like, this is it. Like, this is the way and I don't have to change it anymore because this is the fastest I'm ever going to get this way. But if you've never done that exercise, you don't know if you just put your, you know, thank you cards over here instead of over there or had your scissor over here instead of over there when you have a loose thread that would save you time without even really having to have a hack you know so well and that's some of the basics too gotta audit your process 100 yeah exactly so like i know notice for myself clothes i hate lint rolling and stuff and we have our dog here um so we have to lint roll everything but it takes so much longer and usually clothes sell for less anyway so i can do 100 pairs of shoes and like an hour and a half versus it might take me three hours to do a hundred clothes. So interesting. Oh, so do you focus on knowing what your fastest at and just like doing right. as much of that as you can. Right. Right. So a couple of things that I do, and then we'll move on to the next one. I definitely recommend a SKU system. I don't care what it is for you, but some kind of way to organize for shipping. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you can, especially, so it not only helps you, you know, save time, but the consistency and being able to ship every day. And like, even, I mean, it takes me two minutes on average an item to ship start to finish. Um, And so even when I had COVID, I went down and shipped five items because it took me 10 minutes. Like you can find 10 minutes to ship things. If you're like, I don't know where this went and and it takes you two hours. It's harder. And then it's also harder to scale up because if it's taking you two hours 
to ship 10 items and then now you have 20 items, that's half your day. Right. Yeah. Um, so I definitely agree with like honing in on the processes, timing yourself, making one change, even if it's as small as like changing from a yardstick to a tape measure or vice versa, time it, you know, for a week and see which one actually was faster. And 30 seconds for processes adds up to hours a week, a month. Um, niching down too. I know this is everybody, but it kind of goes to what Kathy was saying for shoes. If you know, like Kathy can go through the, I've, I know this because I watch Kathy on social media. She can go through the shoes and in 30 minutes find the best shoes because she knows her shoes and she knows it takes her the fastest time to take or to photograph. She doesn't have to lint roll. She's probably not having to look up many comps because she does so many. I'm like speaking for you, Kathy. I hope that's okay. But it's similar for me too. I follow your social media and I know you know shoes. Um, and so if you niche down, I know it doesn't work for everybody, but I do women's fashion and so when i go to the thrift store very rarely am i looking up comps now if you're new obviously you're going to have to right. uh, if you're going into a new but most resellers who are down you're not looking up comps and then when you're right. listing, you know most of the keywords you're not having to go look up and you could probably do you guys look up comps to list anymore like pricing maybe like some but most of them you're every like, once in a while not as yeah. not as much once in a while yeah but i think that also goes back to your buying strategy too again because i'm buying in bulk and stuff i'm sourcing things that i know specifically like i did two pallets of zara i ordered a thousand items that came in two pallets and it was all zara yeah. so when i went through that i knew that i wanted items that i could list for fifty dollars and so I wasn't keeping every little crop, little whatever ribbed tank top that they had. Those are going to go to Style Encore or those are going to go somewhere else. I'm keeping dresses. I'm keeping outerwear. I'm keeping yeah. jeans. I'm keeping things that I know I can list for 50. And, and because you know Zara and you know fashion, you can go through that and do it. Quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have more questions. Yep. I have children to pick up and I'm supposed to be on an eBay thing in like five minutes. So <laughs> I'm not going to st stop this early, but I do want to get to all the questions. So yeah, my, my driver wants to quit his job. How do I recommend him to start on eBay and what products should I start with? So we're, I'm going to leave this to like a one 30 second answer. One minute answer each. I'll defer my time to someone else since I'm not on eBay right now. <laughs> Start with your closet. Tell him yeah. that, you know, what, what, what are things that he can sell? Like, mm -hmm. start with the things in your house, right? So that's my 30-second <laughs> promo. I like it. Or just something you like, yeah. If you want to go source stuff, pick something that you know about and that you like. Yeah, I would agree. Or like a hobby. Or don't start with eBay. Start with somewhere else that's easier. <laughs> <laughs> or if you have it's a hobby, like if you're a golfer, or you're a video gamer, or you like comic books, or like anything that you already know something about, right. it's going to be significantly yeah. easier. Yeah. All right, on to the next thing. I see Poshmark is doing live sales now. Are you doing them? Do you think one live sale platform is better than another? So is anyone doing live sales? I know you've done them on Facebook. Sean, are you going to yeah. do the Poshmark ones? I'm going to attempt, but I cannot tell you how it's going to go yet. If I'm going to stick with it, it's not like a game plan right now, but I will give it a shot because just the way that they were promoting that Posh Fest, I think there are some, you know, add values to, to, you know, putting your stuff on, on live. Are you set up? Like, have you gone through the training and done? Well, the training counted if you were at Posh Fest, right? They didn't do the training at right, right then and there. You oh, had to sign okay. up for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. you still have to go through the training. Like you're not set up to. Okay. Not, not set up just yet. Anybody else? I know a couple of you have whatnot names, but none of you. So I, I signed up for a whatnot account. I got the thing to onboard and I like totally ditched the onboarding thing. Like I was scheduled and I just didn't show up. And it's because I just 
got myself into such an anxiety about it. And I freaked my freak about it. Like I couldn't do it. And I'm on YouTube. I'm on Instagram. I talk to people on the internet all the time. I sell clothes for a living. I don't know what my problem is, but those things freak me out. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. So no, <laughs> no, I got about it. It's a lot to manage on the back end. It's a lot on the back end. It looks like my worst nightmare. Like I could get on here and tell you all the Poshmark things and this is what we should do and analyze your class and like give you all of that and and be fine. But for some reason, actually like, let me show you this thing and let me like think off the top of my head about like, no, mm -mm, not going to do it. Kathy, do you think you'll do them? Um, I'm not like opposed to it. I don't mind like the live part, like aspect of it. I just don't. I, I don't feel good about selling to like people that I know or that are coming because they know who I am. I don't know. I just rather put something on eBay and a stranger buys it and I ship it to them and I don't have to conversate. I don't know. I'm not like I'm not That's like super like positive. Some like, people are capitalizing on their their you know their reseller name whatever. So I think that's really interesting. Yeah, and I'm kind of with you, Kathy. Um, I think some of it, I don't want to like age anyone, but I think we're probably all similar age-ish. And so I think some of that's showing through where we're not getting that. Kind of, like, like I've got on some of them and I'm like, I don't want to do this for an hour. This like is like just way too And then only sell something for like $3. Maybe. Right, right. Yes. On that, however, my channel, my channel is all about like showing you data and stats. And so I am doing, I have my first live next week on the 25th on Polygon. Right. Join me. Um, and I will keep my data on yeah. average sale price and time and all of that and share it with you guys. There's like a weird glare in my face. Um, I, I'm with you though on the back end of it. Yeah. I'm not very excited about it. <laughs> um, and it's coming up with new processes that I'm like trying to figure out as well. Sure. Uh, we are asking, what is a SKU system? Is that like Ginger Marvin Banker box system? Um, do you put SKUs on or you just have like a bin number, right? Yeah, all I do is just put the letter. So, so I have like a fancy, yeah, like you have. <laughs> I have bin numbers and then each item has a skew with it. And then on Poshmark, eBay, wherever you sell, it will come up when you ship it. And so you just go to the bin and then you pull out the skew. Right. Um, and so then so it skews an item number just to kind of like back in case she doesn't. But so skews an item number that you would associate with every item. Go ahead. Just so that way you get the like basic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's really it unless people have other questions, but it's yeah. just each item has a unique, like when you go to a Target or a Walmart and they scan it, it comes up because that one. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, and we're smaller. So a lot of people don't start it. I highly recommend it. It saves so much time. Uh, can so I make, can oh, I say I'm, I've tried every inventory system out there. Um, over the six years, I've wasted a lot of time changing from one to the next. I have settled on, and this could be considered another time-saving hack, the chronological numbered system I found is the fastest way, in my opinion, because you're not going back and trying to see what your open numbers are or putting things back in a specific spot. If I do 25 items today, yeah, you just do your 25 items, put them in a bin, shove it up on your shelf, that goes at the end. Then you do another set, that goes behind it. As you sell things, those bins will get less things in them. You can condense them down. So like the other day, I just did it. So my oldest stuff, that's number 100. Now that bin doesn't just have 25 items in it. It has 100 through 500 because I've sold all the ones in but between I actually, and they get smushed down. But you only have to do that smush down, condense once a month, once every couple months. But the, on a daily, it's way faster to just shove all the stuff at the end with a higher number. 
So I do like a mix of those because I found what's fastest is definitely just doing chronological, but then the condensing down was taking me an hour or two, because once you get like thousands of items, like condensing down would take me multiple hours every month. Really? Uh, and then, yeah. And then you would have to go in and like retype things out, like what bin number is it in now? And like mine's. And so what I do is it's all a chronological, but a bin that's half empty, I just pull it out. And then it's been, I pulled B and I fill B halfway up with all the new SKUs in it. Um, and so then I'm not condensing down every single month. Uh, question, when do you, when you relist, it says Sarah, but you guys can all answer. <laughs> when you relist by selling similar, do you change the SKU to a SKU system? Do you change the SKU to the current number or keep the old one? Um, so the item number on eBay will change. So eBay thinks it's a new item, but the SKU, like my SKU doesn't change. It all same. stays the same. same. Right? Is that how you guys understood the question? Yep. Yes. And I, yeah. And I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Does everyone use a label printer? What do they use? Yes. Yes. Dymo 4XL. And I use the generic SJ pack labels. I've had it for years and I have no problem. Dymo solid. Rock yeah. solid. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody always says it breaks. I'm like, I don't know. Do you use a Dymo or a Dymo? Is it Dymo? Dymo. Dymo. Yeah, it, it jams up sometimes, but I'm sure it's just user error. <laughs> I have a, I use a Rolo. <laughs> I didn't realize I was the, um, and my link is down below. There's a lot of, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people that use Rolo. Those are the only two I've ever heard of. Um, yeah. I've, I've never had issue. And I think someone, I think they were doing a promotion or something at one point. So I was trying it. Okay. We have gotten through all the questions. Uh, we have about 10 more minutes. If people do want to pop on and have other questions, I just wanted to make sure that we got through those before we, um, ended. I have a question about consistency. So I, we were talking on my Friday chat about consistency. Consistency. Do you see that like weird light on my? I don't know where it's coming from. Sorry, it's like driving. <laughs> um, there's like a whole. It's like the glare off of something in my window. Um, consistency. And I, we were talking with Anna on my Friday chat um, about everyone's definition of consistent. Like you hear in the reseller community, to make sales, you have to be consistent. Mm. But then we were talking about like everyone's perspective of what consistent is, consistent is is different. So I'm interested to hear like your guys' perspective on how do you say consistent and what that actually means for you. And we'll start with you, Sean, because I feel like, or yeah, we'll start this way. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I've got a list between seven to eight items a day. And that's consistency for me, right? So when it comes to listing, um, it's a mixture between five brand new that they've never seen before. And let's say three or four that are old that I'm now bringing up to speed and selling similar on. So you list every single day. That's your thing every, of consistent. Okay. Every. Okay. <laughs> Kathy, what about you? What's your perspective? Um, ideally, that would be it. Listing every single day. Um, I did get for a month or two. It's just hard with the kids and everything um, to keep. Because I do like to handpick every item I put. I don't really like wholesale. I don't like pallets, things like that. So mm -hmm. I go out and pick my 105 items per week, which sometimes I just can't do that and list right. them all. So, uh, yeah. Ideally, I think it's best to list every day or as often as you can. But yeah, I, I list If you get behind, like let's say last week, you can only get 85 because the kids are on fall break. Do you try and like... <laughs> Oh, okay. Either way, do you try and like make it up the next week or do you just say like, this is a new week. I'm going to start. Yeah, and I just give myself a little grace and start fresh. Do you find it's hard? Like for me with consistency, if I don't do it every day and get out of the routine, then I find it's so much harder to get it. It is hard to get back. 
And then all of a sudden I'm like, well, now I haven't listened in two weeks. Cause I'm like, why didn't I do it last week? Like, I don't want to do it this week. So, and like, for me mentally, that's why I do it every day. Mm-hmm. Just getting out of the habit and nothing against you, Kathy. Like everyone is like in their own realm. But it seems like, like if I can't list, like he said, I'll do some cell similars or relist. So I'm doing something to like give activity to my stores, just not putting up right. new stuff, which I think is important. So right. I also, I don't know if I, like I, my consistency is 105 items, but also I want to just like hit $4,000 in like added value to my store. So that could be less than 105 items, you know? Right. So Interesting. So you wanted 4,000 $4, new dollars in your closet every month or week? Every week. So every like week. originally I was trying to like make $100,000 profit this year, but then yep. I like fell way behind like super early on and I knew I wasn't going to hit it. But basically, I know my profit's going to be about half of my uh, gross sale price. So, like, if I list 4000 obviously, they're not all going to sell within the first year anyways. But sure. that was just, like, where my head was when I was coming up with the number. If That's I cool. put $4,000 up, if they all sell, I'll profit about 2000 of it. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. I, I was talking with someone else about this because so many times in our community, you've talked listing, 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 listing. How many items I have in my store? How many? But I've seen you say this too, like I listed this much money in my store, not always like I listed this many items. Um, and it's been on my agenda for like six months, but to start thinking about it in that way, because everything that you just said, Kathy, hit, like you could list seven items that are going to make you as much value as if you list 15. I'm listing $700 blazers. I only have to list a few every week. Right. Um, and so I think it's a good way. It's a different way to change your mindset. And I like it to be thinking more about the dollar value that we have instead of the number of items. Because if you have items that are all worth a dollar, who care? I mean, people care. But like, it's not right to start looking about. Okay, so, Rebecca. So oh, go ahead, Sean. Really quick, something that, that helps. So Seller Insight. I know you've got um, apps, Sarah, that you promote and sell and, you know, do an awesome job. Um, I can just kind of speak on just seller insight. It does that where it quantifies how much dollar value you listed that day or that week. Mm. So, you know, that's something you can kind of add to cart. Seller insight within. Nope. Seller insights an app. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. So it looks at, yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yep. Kind of supports what you're doing, Kathy, right? It tells you how much you listed in terms of money that day. Yeah. Yes. And I think that I'm surprised, Sarah, that you don't do that because I heard it from Chris and I knew that you, you I don't know if you're still, you know, deal with Chris often or whatever, but um, I I got that idea from, no, I got that idea from him a while ago and I did that for a while. But when I switched to um, kind of saying, I'm not going to list anything less than $50 unless it really kind of ended in my lap and I have to do it or whatever. Um, for the most part, I'm always listing a $50 item. Then to me, it didn't matter. Cause I knew if I was doing 15 listings a day times $50, whatever that actually is again, no math here. Um, then I, it's basically the same thing, but for a person, like you said, that's listing $10 items or a $50 item and, and it's all over the place or they're counting how many listings they're doing and they all seem to be 10 or $15 items, then yeah, that's not going to be the same as Ginger trying to do 4k in a week or whatever. So I think it is worth it for people to, to look at that and determine a number that they want to be consistent with, and then perhaps a dollar value that they want to be consistent with in whichever one you hit first. For me, typically listing uh, consistently is daily. I'm like, you you know, I want to do my morning routine. These are my non-negotiables. This is what I do. And I list 15 a day. Now it's 15. It used to be five. It used to be 10. It used to, I've changed what consistency is for me, but whatever I've done, I've done it every day. 
recently though, in this year, I've really taken a focus to designing my business more around my life as a busy mom. And so I know that you've done this, Sarah, like you batch work so that your summer can be more manageable for you home with your kids. We did it during the pandemic. And so sometimes consistency is just what you can get done to show up. And so if that means that I bulk listed everything and then it gets relisted consistently, then that's what I can do in this period of time. Like all of our birthdays are the end of the year, plus all the holidays and all of the things happen. So this is my go time. Like I'm already buying stocking stuffers. So for me, I'm already batch listing everything so that in November and December, all I'm doing is hitting relist. That's all I'm doing. I'm not going to do any new listings at that time. And that would be okay for me, you know? So you have to give yourself grace to design your business around your life and whatever you can show up and do all the time. That's what you can do. Yes. And that's kind of what we're talking about on Friday too, yeah. like why it's different for everyone. And what I do is I list every single day. Um, but in order to do that, because like you said, I'm a very busy mom. I took the entire summer off. I say that I still listed every day and I still shipped what's sold, but you did your daily I didn't, yeah. what was being listed were drafts on my VA. I took, I was listing eight a day for three months, however many, like 500 items ish photos in April. <laughs> I did. I sourced and I took a moment to work. Um, and I am like, I'm a month ahead on photos to send to my virtual assistant. So when I volunteered this week and then it's fall break and then Monday it was a field trip. And then like, I, I was still able to list every single day because I have a month worth of photos to send to my virtual assistant. Now, if they get sick, I'm screwed. So they can't get sick. <laughs> they have to figure their life out. But um, for me, and that's part of like, it's the batch work, but then it's also like getting, like, I know next week, I'm going to be really, really busy. So I do 84 listings a week. I took a hundred yesterday because I knew I needed, I was going to have to make up some time for next week as well. Um, if anyone, no one has a Rolo. If someone's asking a Rolo for Macari. I don't have a Rolo and or I have a Rolo, but I don't do Macari. So. so if they want to print labels for Macari on a label printer, what you can do is do ship on your own and do it through pirate ship or whatever other one of those things. And then you can print them that way. The other thing, if you want a label, but you don't want to invest in a label printer is you get the half sheet labels and you can print Mercari labels on the half sheet labels through your regular inkjet, blah, blah, kind of printer. So those are two options that you can do. Yes. And I don't do Macari because that sounds like a lot of extra time. That's not the only reason. But um, we do have a couple of questions. I'm, some of them are just like explanations that I'm just going to say for the sake of time. Uh, that's not one of them because um, you guys can talk to that. Can we explain sell similar? I hear this over and over. So sell similar on eBay is going to be like uh, relisting. Essentially, you are ending the item on eBay. So eBay thinks it's gone. Um, and then you are selling, it's called sell similar. So you take the exact item and you just make a copy of it. They call it sell similar on eBay. Um, and what that does is make a whole new item ID. So in eBay's eyes, it's a completely new item. Um, it's, it's relisting on Poshmark and I'm sure other platforms have the same where you're ending an item and you're relisting it as a new item. So you're starting to get new. Most platforms push new items out to see if it's going to sell. Um, so that's kind of the theory behind it. Uh, Oh, Duncan. So nice. Thank you, Duncan. Um, how do you compare our sales data per month over a year period? I am going to say this just for the sake of time. I would show you my screen, but for the sake of time and children not being stranded at school, 
I did, I did show this and I will do another video too. If people want to see it, let me know in the comments. I did show how to do this in my live video with Anna on Friday. We were talking about it and I showed it for the sake of time. I'm not going to bring up my screen, but you can go into your eBay analytics and change the time period where you can look year over year and compare your, um, which is really good because sometimes you feel like you're slow and then you look at the data and you're like, oh, I was this slow last September. Right. Uh, not skipping. Can you tell us what products you use to clean shoes, Kathy? Um, I don't clean them a lot. I try to buy ones that don't need much cleaning, but, um, if they do need cleaning, I generally put them in the washing machine and just spray them with like OxyClean, um, put them on cold and then just air dry them. I wow. use goof off to take like the numbers off the bottoms and stuff. And like sometimes wipe the like white, the rim around the soles. Uh, other than that, I'll just use like like cleaning wipes that you like Clorox wipes. <laughs> like I don't really clean them much. So if anyone has any other cleaning tips as well, mm -hmm. feel free to hop in. I, I clean also, anything. If I can't throw it in the washer and be done with it. <laughs> nope. 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 It goes to throw it dirty. Nope. Yes. Nope. Nope. Do you list things dirty, Kathy? I know I do sometimes too. Especially like hiking boots and stuff. I'm like, Someone's yeah. gonna still pay fifty bucks for this. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, is it worth my hour to clean this to make another ten dollars? No. <laughs> Depends, right? Yes. Yeah. You, you assess it, right? You assess whether it's worth it or not. But yeah, I've, I've scaled back on how much I clean as well because you realize it doesn't make a difference in your sales that much. Unless you get, and this is one reason I don't buy shoes at the bins that often because a lot of those shoes. Um, we do have one more question. If you guys can all hang on for one minute, uh, those eBay sellers, what? So, what promoted listing rate should we use on eBay? I use two point one. <laughs> 2.1. So for those who don't know, I can guess why you do this. You have to do at least two. Yes. Oh, that's so okay. You have to start yeah. at two. So you can't do any lower than two. Correct. Right? So at one point, it was just one, right? One percent. Um, then they recently made a, a change where it has to be the minimum of two. So the hack, so to speak, is 2.1 so that you're above all those who just do the bare minimum of just two. And I do three for the same reason. I didn't think about doing 2.1. Maybe I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, So I will say I recently was doing two um, about a year and a half ago. I looked at it and I decided it was better to give my savings to the buyer and do like run a sale um, mm -hmm. to entice the buyer instead of giving my money to eBay to promote it. Mm -hmm. Recently, though, and I think I'd be interested if you guys try it out with your store as well or anyone in the chat. Um, I did a scenario and promoted it at Trending. Um and compared it and it increased my impressions by like 800% and my wow. sales went up like 73% in this little test. And I have a video for those who are watching um, probably like a week ago, maybe I have it that you guys can watch like how I did this and how I set up the test scenario because you can set up like a campaign so you can look at just those items. You don't have to right. do the store if you don't want to right. just right. it out. Um, I know you guys probably know this, but I'm talking to... <laughs> Yeah. everyone um and so they went it significantly went up so i'm kind of messing with it a little bit and i think what's happening is when promoted listings first came out nobody wanted to do it and then as more and more people are doing it at trending you have then to you have to pay to play you mm -hmm. have to right essentially um to do it but my rates are my fees are still less than poshmark so i'm like whatever <laughs> <laughs> I'm still at like 14% doing it this way. Um, I think we do have one more question. And then if anybody does have questions, um, everyone's social media is here. So if you want to reach out to them, they're all very active on social media and will respond to you myself as well. If you want to leave a comment down below, I will answer or if it's specific for one of 
the uh, panelists, I will make sure that they get it. There was one other question, and then I am going to hop off because I have um, children to get to. How do you? Yes, the yes. VA one. How do you save time sending a VA listings? What info do you give them to prep? I will say I have a step by step, and I think Rebecca might as well. But I have a whole series. You have it, yeah, and I have a hiring bundle, so we both have resources for. So VA. in my processing video playlist, I have a step by step on my virtual assistant. Um, I don't use a photo sharing anything. I zip the file and email it to them. I found issues with. Google photos or any of that stuff. I was spending so really? much time on them. Um, really? So I, I put it in a folder, I zip it to an email and they save it to theirs. Um, I've timed this. I'm not saying that it doesn't work for other people, but I I've have never done a zip folder. So I don't know the time, but you have a Mac. So your stuff will automatically go over to your computer and I don't. So that yes. would be a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I take photos on my phone and then they're automatically on my computer and I just put yeah. them in a file and zip it and send it over to them. Um, yeah. But there is, I do, we both have processes and I think Sean and Kathy, do you guys I've use got, I've got VAs. Yeah. I've yeah. Got oh VAs. yeah. 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 You help people set it up. So if you guys want more yeah. specific questions um either come next week and i'll have a new panel and we can talk about it um or send any of us specific questions or you can watch one of our videos i hate to cut this short because it is always really good mm -hmm. go get your kids oh, good get them <laughs> go get, get it um thank you guys so much everyone do thank please you, follow rebecca and sean and kathy thank you. i almost said ginger because i saw it on the thing but it's <laughs> I know Kathy, so I can, we've met because um, she's in Colorado as well. So uh, thank you guys, everyone. I am doing my live on Friday with Anna. Um, it's just kind of a general conversation, like a coworker thing, but the, I hope other people get stuff out of it. The conversations that we have been having about reselling have been like mind blowing and just strategies that we're coming up with and things because we don't get to talk with other people. Yeah. Um, and then you can always have or ask questions on Friday as well. I have a video coming out tomorrow and on Saturday. Uh, I don't remember what they are, but they're probably good. <laughs> um, and so everyone have a wonderful Wednesday and we will see you back here next week for another live. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. you. Later, Thank guys. you so much.